Hello everyone, welcome back to my podcast. It's been a couple weeks since I last recorded one, but I just needed a mental break and I just really wanted to take some time to really think about what I want this podcast to be. Um, So yeah, I hope you guys enjoy my episodes and yeah, follow if you want. (laughs) So I actually wanted to to talk about some books or readings that I have been interested in and also it's kind of like a little book recommendations so I think I have about four or five different things they're either like poetry philosophy or nonfiction, which are my main genres um but I'm going to basically read we're reading today I'm just going to read to you while giving you a recommendation, a little overview of what my recommendations are about and why I love them so much. So instead of rambling and rambling and rambling, we're just going to get right into it. So for example, um, a book that I really like is called Our Chemical Hearts by Crystal Sutherland. So I'm starting off with this one because I feel like people, especially younger, you know, Gen Z will like it because it's more of like... um, teenage romance I guess but it has a more realistic approach to love and the idea of love which is why I relate to it um I do like cheesy like rom-coms and romantic modern day whatever movies on Netflix but at the same time I don't really relate to them I just watch them because I find them funny and entertaining and I like to feel included because they're trendy and I like to watch what's trendy so I feel included but they don't really speak to me on a deeper level like this movie so it's actually a book and it was turned into a movie and it's on Amazon Prime. It's called Chemical Hearts and it's based on the book Our Chemical Hearts by Crystal Sutherland. So I actually really liked the movie. I thought it was different and I feel like a lot of people don't like it because it's different. Um, I feel like we don't like what we can't familiarize ourselves with. So if it's too different, we kind of just don't understand it. And when you don't understand something, you don't like it. So Yeah, but honestly, I went into it with no expectations, and I was very surprised. Um, And I'm not talking about the the acting, but I'm talking about the story more so. I really enjoyed the story and the whole idea and the concept of how it's a more modern day timeline, but at the same time, the characters are a little more... I don't know, mature than than usual, than you usually see, and less cheesy and more like deep. And it is a little depressing because it's a very realistic approach about love um, and how it's more of like a chemical reaction in the brain and not much of like love, love, like soulmates. So I'm going to read to you a an excerpt that I found online, um, which is actually a quote from the book, not just the movie. But yeah, I really like the movie. Um, but yeah, the book the books are always better anyways because <laughs> you have more details and whatnot. It's the original story. So I'm going to read you the quotes. I'm currently typing it on my computer. But this is one of my favorite quotes. So this is just so you can get an idea of what the book is about or what the story is about, what the movie is about, yada, yada, yada. Crystal Sutherland, I love this book so much. You're probably not listening, but yeah, just wanted to put that out into your universe, the universe, because it's true. So here we go. Here's an excerpt from Our Chemical Hearts by Crystal Sutherland. 
love doesn't need to last a lifetime for it to be real. You can't judge the quality of love by the length, the length of its of the t- oh my god I'm like so butchering this okay we're gonna start over. Love doesn't need to last a lifetime for it to be real. You can't judge the quality of a love by the length of time it lasts. Everything dies, love included. Sometimes it dies with a person. Sometimes it dies on its own. The greatest love story ever told doesn't have to be about two people who spent their whole lives together. It might be about a love that lasted two weeks or two months or two years, but burned brighter and hotter and more brilliantly than any other love before or after. Don't mourn a failed love. There is no such thing. All love is equal in the brain. Oh my god, I love that. All love is equal in the brain. So it's basically about the idea that love is not in your heart, it's more in your brain, and it's about the chemicals that are released and the feelings that you get like the butterflies and all that are a result of the chemicals that are released in your brain when you're in love um but if it is a chemical reaction basically it's more like a scientific take on it it's not saying love isn't real it's just saying that it's not what people think it is um and yeah so that's an excerpt from that and actually because of this movie based on this book i found out that this pablo neruda i don't know if that's how you pronounce it but um it's a poem book poetry book it was released in the 50s um it's called a hundred love sonnets and it's in english and spanish and it's just so beautiful i've only read one poem the one that they have in the movie they actually um the character one of the characters she has like a sonnet book and it's just like a book of poems and she gives it to henry which is the male and tells him to read it and tell her what she thinks about it but i just want to read you this quote or quote this poem i love it so much okay so it's just so romantic and specific and beautiful and that's what poetry should be uniquely specific i don't love you as if you were a rose of salt, topaz, or arrow of carnations that propagate fire. I love you as one loves certain obscure things, secretly between the shadow and the soul. I love you as a plant that doesn't bloom but carries, the light of those flowers hidden within itself, and thanks to your, your love, the tight aroma that arose from the earth lives dimly in my body. I love you without knowing how or when or from where. I love you directly without problems or pride. I love you like this because I don't know any other way to love, except in this form in which I am not, nor are you, so close that your hand upon my chest is mine, and so close that your eyes close with my dreams. Oh my god, that's so cute. Also, I'm like kind of struggling to speak because I'm like very dehydrated, so I'm going to take a gulp of water. I never pause my podcasts. I literally just record it, and that's it. I don't edit them, I just record them, and yeah, so I'm gonna drink water, if you can hear me drinking water, I'm sorry, we're taking a little intermission for like a couple seconds, so yeah. (laughs) So awkward, anyways, so yeah, I really want to get that book, it's called A Hundred Love Sonnets. And now we're moving on to more, since we're in poetry, I want to... Um, talk about the complete poems of Emily Dickinson. Emily Dickinson is obviously one of the most popular poets. She was um, beyond her years, and I actually have been watching Dickinson 
on Apple TV. I actually have a free year because I got a new iPhone and when you get it like a new Apple thing, it like comes with a f one year of Apple TV, which I didn't know. Um, that was a thing, but yeah, I've been enjoying it. And even if I didn't have free Apple TV, I probably would pay for it because it's only like $5 and I used to pay for Netflix, which is more and Hulu and stuff like that. But yeah, I um, really recommend watching it. I feel like it's so underrated. The actors are amazing. They deserve so much love. Um, I love Haley Steinfeld and like honestly I am just discovering all these other artists that I've never seen before and actors and I love how they're all special in their own way it's not just about Emily Dickinson you know there's a whole bunch of characters that are important to the story to telling her story um, but yeah watching that definitely made me interested in reading the real Emily Dickinson's poems and I really want to get her complete poems by Emily Dickinson book but that's like not her book obviously because she was never like she never wanted to be like published or she never really loved the idea of being published and a lot of her poetry wasn't discovered until she died and she did never found out which is kind of crazy she never knew she was going to be like one of the most iconic poets but I love her poetry I love how it's so like old yet I understand every word of it um, it's like some things never change and that's beautiful um, but yeah I obviously it's translated it's not like her original scriptures um, I don't think anyone can ha get that but yeah I want to start out with getting some of her poetry books obviously she didn't write books but they are written with her poems um, and translations but yeah I really love um, I really like her these are like the more basic more famous ones but i have i'm new to like poetry so excuse me for being an amateur <laughs> um and not being super advanced i'll get there but i love her poems i love because i could not stop for death death kindly stopped for me that is so beautiful i love poetry and writing and reading because you can give it your own take and even though it's meant to be um understood in a certain way i feel like you can it's also open to interpretation so even though the author wants you to understand a certain thing you can always think that way of the thing without thinking 100% like them you can like think a different way um, but I love that a lot of her poems are about darker things like death and grief and um, yeah I, I think she's a very interesting person she was a very interesting person and i want to know more she's so relatable to be like in the 1800s it was she was relatable and it's interesting and i love her poetry so i really recommend reading her poetry if you like poetry or you want to get into it um it's really cool and yeah iconic so you should okay and what else um those are basically like the main things I've been reading and obsessed with, but there's obviously more. I actually need some recommendations, so if you want, if you're like a really big reader, you should send me some recommendations based on the things I have talked about, you know, philosophy, poetry, nonfiction. Those are like my main genres. Um, you can um, DM me. I also want to read some biographies of important voices and people in our history. If you have any good people to read on, let me know. Inspiring books, you know. Um, you can DM me on Instagram. It's Mel's Insta feed with two Ds. It's M-E-L-S, Mel's I-N-S-T-A, Insta feed, F-E-E-D-D. -D. Um, 
but yeah i really hope you guys enjoyed this episode i want to i'm literally gonna start a book collection and get some bookshelves i've never had like a little bookcase or anything in my house i'm really excited to start doing that and work on that and have the best books i can um i find it so beautiful that books are a thing it's like just like movies and music it's like recorded pieces of pieces of love and art that can be forever because the person who writes them can die or get older but the writings will always remain as long as they remain and it's beautiful and i love art and anything that has to do with art um without getting into specifics but yeah hope you guys enjoyed this um stick around for more and yeah have a good day everyone or night or whatever talk to you soon in my next podcast bye